Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at GolfSub70.com. All right, folks, we interrupt this broadcast to tell you about the very best sports coverage in the Chicagoland area. Our go-to, that's Sports Mockery app. The Sports Mockery app is breaking Chicago sports news and rumors, covering the Bears, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Cubs, and the White Sox. Download the Sports Mockery app now, available on iTunes and Google Play stores. Back to the show we go. All right, folks, welcome back to another edition. As always, the big man on the ones and twos. How are we doing, Big Rob? Good at ourselves, Tom. Good, man. Weather, again, unbelievable. Um, right. Speaking of weather, Rob, Saturday might have been the best championship weather we've ever had. Yeah, it was pretty nice. It got a little cool at the end of it, but it was it was nice. Oh, it was beautiful out. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better day. Again, we've gotten super lucky with championships, but you know, by the time guys teed off, what were we? You know, low 60s, maybe high 50s, a little bit of wind. But for the most part, the day literally couldn't have been any better. No, yeah, it it was it was great. That course was I was I was very surprised. Like, I want to go back there and play there. I was blown away, honestly. Um, Glencoe, Glencoe Golf Club, for those wondering, was the Northside Tour host uh, for the championship. And it is spectacular. To Rob's point, I was drooling. The entire time we were there. I mean, it's it's old school. Yeah. Meaning tree-lined fairways, tight, uh, not very long by any means. And a lot of a lot of just like really cool holes where you don't need to hit driver. You gotta lay up short of you know water. Um I felt like it was ridge, man. I felt like yeah. when we were driving down, I felt like I was driving in the ridge. I yeah. love the I honestly hope they don't do the new clubhouse. I love the old school cottage look for the club, the two separate clubhouses. I thought yeah. that was awesome. I was going to say that little compound area, you know, near the the first tee, the putting green, like it was just everything about it was just like super convenient and super cool. There was a really good vibe. Um, Saturday was awesome. Um, you know, guys were were having a blast. It was definitely a different vibe than Southside Tour Championship. I would say the vibe was a little bit more looser, yeah, which was, which was cool. Maybe it was just because there was less guys. Um, it I think that's totally it, that there was less guys. It was more manageable. It wasn't chaotic with everybody right. around. I think yeah. everybody just enjoyed being at the first tee, watching everybody tee off. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, but again, Glencoe, unreal. I would highly suggest getting out there. I can't wait to go back out there in the spring. Yeah. No, it was a lot of the holes, I mean, were tight, but it was like, just like Ridge or any other small country club where, you know, you didn't have to use driver most of the time. And I thought that's, I like that a lot. So. Absolutely. Uh, greens look great. The par threes were, looked like they're a little challenging. Um, the finishing holes weren't easy. You know, you had some dog legs and some, some trouble off the tee. So that was, I think it was a perfect championship course. Yeah. 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 You definitely had to hit shots. Um, you know, especially off the tee, especially your approach in. The greens were, they looked insane. I mean, they looked like they were rolling pure yeah. all day. Well, um, they turned around because Jay played, what, last month, he said, or a couple weeks ago, and he said they were a little beat up, and, man, it, they looked pristine, to be honest. Yeah, they are in great shape. Um, 
And we have a, a new Northside Tour champion round. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mr. Uh, Christopher Lindley. Um, it was close, though. It was close. Yeah. He fired a uh, 85 for 70 net. Um, it was close. A lot of the, you know, a lot of the top seven guys, which we'll get to here in a, in a minute, um, it could have went one way or another. And I'll tell you what, probably the highlight of the of the tournament was Mr. Ethan Aubey. I mean, he went nuts. He went bananas. Um, kind of fell apart on the last two holes. Went double double on the back to back par fives. Uh, I'm I did go double sure. double. Or sorry, bogey bogey. Yeah, on the last two. But he was he was essentially, I think, plus one heading into seventeen. And Ethan, I think, is like a six. Yeah, he's a six. He was a six playing as an eight. There, he was plus one heading into. Uh, 18 or 17 and then went double double uh, to shoot 75 for a net 67 so yeah. he was on fire uh mr steve Fruzine, he was on fire as well yeah he fell apart on the back there was a lot of good golf being played um down the stretch so to your point coming in it was kind of a you know it was a a toss-up whether oh, yeah. who was going to take the trophy it was it was fun sitting on the 18th green watching everybody come in. I mean, I know it's a par five, but you know, I don't think many people could go forward in two. If I was wrong, I felt like everybody had their like chip shot in um to lay up and you know try to go for that birdie. So that was fun to watch. Right. And we'll go over the top seven here. So these are the top seven finishing uh overall for the Northside Tour. Like I said, number one, Christopher Lindley, champion. Ethan Aubey finished second, Chris Tanko three, Richard Kenny four, Chris Jada five, John Butch six, and rounded out Doug Woodworth finishing seventh. So those are your top seven overall 2022 Northside Tour. And then we had the E-Flight too. Yeah, E-Flight, E-Flight champion. Um, Michael Short, right, I think? Yes, let's see, passed. Michael Short was the E-Flight champion. Yeah, to be honest, Rob, Saturday was a ton of fun. I think yes. I think um, maybe the Southside Tour, we were just a little bit overwhelmed this past Saturday. You and I had like a lot more time to kind of soak it all in. And, you know, we got to cruise around, obviously, and follow guys. Uh, like I said, it was just a different vibe. It was a lot more calm. You know, everything was taken care of. Everything was kind of broken down, all ready to go. A lot of walkers. A lot of guys yeah. walking. A lot of walkers. That is a good point. Um, great course to walk, to be, to be honest. Yeah. I was, I was uh, like I said, I want to get back out there. Yeah. Um, speaking of other golf news, Rob, did you catch any of the Sanderson Farms? No, we had the championship all day Saturday. And then Sunday was uh, family time. I didn't get to see any of it, to be honest with you. Tried to follow on Twitter, but couldn't catch a thing. But I didn't catch a lick of it either. Um, I do know we didn't hit with tease picks. Um, Mackenzie Hughes won the Sanderson Farms. And we got the Shriners this week, Rob. Do yep. you like anybody in that field? Uh, I'm going to have to go home. I wonder what his odds are. He's not one of tease picks. Oh, he's not? He's not. We'll okay. jump right into Bucket with tease picks. His, sure. long, his long shot. It's Higo, 200 to 1. Kitayama, 90 to 1, McNeely, 65 to 1, Norin, 51, 50 to 1, and T's favorite, M, 
10 to 1, and you could book it with T. You like any of those picks? I like McNeely. I, I really like to see him win, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, again, What's he, what, what was he at? McNeely is 65 to 1. Okay. I like that as well. Um, I mean, I even like Higo 200 to 1. I mean, the guy's won a ton uh, on the European tour. It, it's I'm pretty sure he, he has a PGA Tour victory. I think he got his first one last year. Maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. But, oh, I think you're right. I but think you're right. the guy could play. Um, Is so, he the guy from South Africa? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's – is he a lefty? Uh, you might be right. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways – those are the book it with T. Uh, Rob, we got the West Side Championship this Saturday. Prairie Land. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like it's going to be a little cold, but. It is. High of what, 54? Yeah. Something like right. that. We're teeing off a little earlier than the, the North Side. So. Actually, well, I'm in Oakland right now, but it says high of 59. But regardless, to your point, at 10 a.m. when. If there's wind and it's open, it's going to be a little chilly. I mean, I've, I've only been to Prairie Landing, I think, twice. And every time I've been there, it's like Harborside. You just you yeah. you back there to be 15 mile an hour wind every time you get there because it's so yes. wide open. Uh, but Prairie Landing is is a gem. It's again, it's kind of a ton of water, a uh, lot of a lot of tricky shots where you know you got to lay up, you know, to a number, carry water. Um, it's definitely going to make for a great championship. So I'm pumped for Saturday. Yeah, I'm excited to see the guys out there and play, drive around again. Yeah, it's going to be cold, though, to your point. Um, I'm uh, probably wearing pants for this one. I kind of regretted not having pants on for the end of uh, the north side. It's a little yeah, chilly. I would imagine. I mean, it's it's been getting pretty chilly at night, which is awesome. Um, but, you know, right now, I mean, there's, there's zero wind. Weather's beautiful. This is like pristine golf weather. Yeah. You know, no. Is it, is it a national golf lovers day or something like that too today is i believe so i don't know it should be national big guy weather yeah right <laughs> i mean it's so nice out if it was like this year round where you could just like open the windows not have the ac on it'd be perfect yeah um but we're gonna jump right into the top three rap are you ready for the top three i'm ready for the top three all right so i was thinking about this the other day too on the drive home um what are your top three food joints outside of pizza? Your go-tos. Talking about mom and pops, chains. We're talking about just... Whatever. Just outside of pizza. Like, outside let's of pizza. pizza. Ooh, that's a tough one. In the three hall, I'm going Chinese. And I'm most likely going Chai Town. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, or King's Walk. Um... Number two, I'm going to like a hot dog or a beef stand, whether that's like a Nikki's, a Porto mm-hmm. Rose, you know, some type of hot dog beef stand. There's a bunch of them around here. I switch it up. Yep. Number one, I'm going Mexican. Uh, I'm going to most likely El Gallo. There you go. <laughs> I love the Nolan or the other El Gallo in Beverly. Uh, but I could have, I could eat Mexican and pizza. I could switch off between Mexican and pizza every other day. Nice. Nice. Um, I wish there's an Elgato out here, to be honest with you. Uh, the three hole would have to be Portillo's. Love their hot dogs. Um, go with that. Their chopped salads uh, are unbelievable, too. 
Chop shells are good. I will. Yes, I agree. Um, two would have to be Q's. Big Q's guy. Well, they got good wings. Um, they're hush puppies or cute puppies, whatever they call them. And then uh, my number one is um, a good sub place like Fontano's. Love to go to Fontano's. Yeah. Fontano's is really good. Uh, their meatball sub's insane. Their Italian's really good. Mm-hmm. I haven't nice been. Guy. Yeah, I haven't been to the uh, the Fontano's over here in, in some time. It's just, it's kind of a hike. Not not really, but there's just so many other options closer. Sure. Um, great top three as always, Rob. Um, speaking of, this is the last event of the year. The yeah. last event of 2022, Rob. It's crazy to think about. Crazy. I mean, you remember, when did we start this pot? Like last October? October, yeah. So we're coming up on a year for the pod. Yeah, I mean, if we're at episode 50, I think, because we took the one week off, yeah. So we're almost at a full year. Yeah, wild. I can't believe we've done fi- we've done 50 of these. Um, <laughs> I can't believe we went through 12, well, technically almost 36 events in uh, yeah. 20, crazy. 24 weeks, Rob. Yep. Like quick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's, that's a wrap for the season. Um, we'll, we'll definitely have uh, a pot out next week. And then I think you and I talked about maybe just chilling out for the holiday season, but yeah. until mm-hmm. then we'll, we'll keep pumping them out. Um, we'll go over, you know, the reviews, obviously we'll be sending out feedback, um, surveys for you guys to fill out. Yep. We'll, we'll be talking about that stuff. We'll be talking about, you know, things that we're looking to change up, switch up for, for next season, potential, you know, potential courses that uh, we're going to get out and, and scout um, slash do research for the 2023 season. Rob. Yep. Yeah. But, yep. Uh, until then, we'll, uh, we'll see you in the fairway, big guy. See you in the fairway, Tom. See you, buddy.